have arrived to the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and found it helpful. Um, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, I hope the information that I said and talked about will help you in some way and that you will use it in your daily life. And I hope I made you smile somehow or um, change your mind about something from a negative point of view to a positive one. Again, I'm your host, GJ, on your weekly podcast, Ups and Downs. Um, You can find me on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. You can leave me voice messages on Anchor or DM me through Instagram, which will be linked down below. And I love you. See you next week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive. Today's episode is about body image, my personal experience with body image. Um, I know this topic is very sensitive to a lot of people and triggering. So please, if you are one of the people that get triggered by um, body image and weight loss and weight gain, please feel free to check out any other episodes on my podcast or any other podcast. Um, And before I start the disclaimer, I am no professional, not even close to being one. I am not a nutritionist or a dietitian. This is based on some research research I've done and um, based on my personal experience. Um, I will start by explaining what body image is. Body image is a person's thought, feelings, and perspective of the aesthetic or sexual attractiveness of their own body. The concept of body image is used in a number of disciplines, including psychology, medicine, um, philosophy, culture, and feminist studies. So this is how um, I saw the explanation online. For me, it's like a similar body image is the way you see your body and um, compare it to what your standards and like how you want it to be. Um, there's two types of body images. There's a negative one and a positive one. Um, obviously, the positive one is hard to reach and the negative one is very easy to like get into. Um, As a person who considers themselves very um, on the chubbier side or um, thicker and heavier, I've struggled with body image a lot in the past like two, three years or so, I would say. Um, I'm shorter than all of my friends and family. I'm chubbier. I have chubby cheeks. um, And it's hard thinking while seeing like social media and my relatives my mom my sister and everyone surrounding me having things i want like a flat stomach um lean legs slim arms and stuff like that it's very hard to get into a positive mindset um with your body so um getting to a positive place where you're comfortable enough in your own skin takes a lot of work mentally more than physically you can work out and be on a restricting diet which i will talk about later in this episode and still not be comfortable enough in your body you would have the standards that social media um like gave us like put into this like our social um 
like social media gave us standards and we are supposed to follow them um who said that social media who obliged us to follow them it's ourselves like i don't blame myself for trying to look like models or artists or performers because it's how we grew up thinking that the perfect body is and how um, this is how ideal female body should look like Um, but in my opinion uh, everybody who blames themselves are people who are trying to seek different type of positive things I don't blame myself yet I do Um, I think that yes I shouldn't think like that yes these aren't like the real standards there's no actual standards yet I see myself stalking people that um, are skinny flat stomachs and no pimples clear skin and all of that and wishing I had those things I think we all are like that But um, the media affects um, our body image a lot. That's why when I went on my weight loss journey, I tried to narrow down the people I follow um, to like a few influencers that actually spread positivity about uh, about like body image and um, your perspective on these standards should not be. like that's how I want to be that's who I should look like that's the type of influencers I was looking for when I went on my weight loss journey I've been on this weight loss journey for approximately a year but I never took it seriously because I was lazy until like six months ago I talked to a nutritionist she gave me a healthy and balanced diet which I followed for like two months lost some weight did not exercise um but I wasn't feeling comfortable enough so in the beginning of this year I decided to put my health as um a priority of mine um because it should be so I started intermittent fasting, working out, I even tried subliminals um, because I don't know I was interested in it and if you guys want me to talk about subliminals and my experience with it on social media like Instagram or even on the podcast I would love to. Um, so yeah I lost weight, I lost water weight at first then I lost, started to lose fat, it's still like I've been in this actual, real, serious weight loss journey for exactly um, three months and I'm proud of myself and yes, I sometimes stumble upon like the those influencers that have the social media standards and compare myself when I'm actually proud of the effort I've put in to prioritize, prioritize my health and Um, well-being and my comfort and my mental health but you cannot like expect yourself to escape those influencers and those standards very easily it's not something easy to have a like um, a body image that's so positive uh, to the point where you don't care if someone is skinnier or has like a pound less than you on the scale when you could have the 
weight on the scale more but it could be healthy mus muscles it could be water weight that you could get rid of it could be anything but the scale says they're um, lighter than you so you compare yourself which yes we do i do but it's time to like wake ourselves up and say no not because the scale says this and that means i'm less than someone that has a smaller number on the scale um so that's how i like dove into the weight loss journey i'm still in it i'm still a new like beginner um i have worked out for like a month and a half straight then I stopped, then I restarted, now I'm implementing many different like small exercises throughout the day. Um, and I'm intermittent fasting. I've talked about intermittent fasting with someone who has done it for like a year on uh, one of my episodes. He's also a bodybuilder. So yeah, go check that out. Um, if you want to know more about like weight lifting and um, intermittent fasting i also talked about diet culture with one of my friends it's the episode right after that um, so yeah if you want more information from people who have more experience than me in this topic go check them out um, now i will be talking about the body image and gender i've did some re i've done some research and I'm gonna be pulling out a lot of statistics and talking about sexuality and things like that and then I'm gonna give my opinion on them. So around 80% of women in the US are dissatisfied with their bodies. Women tend to report greater concern about facial features, weight, body shape, breast, thighs and Botox. Lesbian women are at less risk of body image issues than their heterosexual peers. Um, I get that. I get why 80% of women in the US, I think all over the world, have um, dissatisfaction with their bodies because we are the ones who have more standards uh, to like follow up with or uh, reach. I don't know what's the term to use here but like we have to look at models and look like them we have to have a cinched waist and if you don't um, it's bad um, and yeah so I get why 80% of women in general in the USA this research was done in the US um, have more like um, they have more concern about their body image uh, but the things that they talked about, about lesbian women, that they are at less risk of body image issues, I don't know. And I don't really have any experience with someone like that. So if you want me to do more research and talk about it in a follow-up of this episode, I will gladly do that. They also said that 34% of men have low body image, which is basically less than half of the women in the USA. They are generally more concerned about height, muscles, definitions, and signs of thinning hair. I never knew that. I get the height, muscle, muscles, and the like the tone, the toning of their body, but I never 
read something about thinning hair. Gay and bisexual men are three times more likely than straight men to have body image issues. I, again, don't really know if that is true or not and if it's a stereotype or not, but this is what my research and the um, studies that have been done uh, say. And they talked about the media. They said that although the media often places more emphasis on the ideal female form, like I said, an increasing number of ads and images also feature what is considered ideal male physique. Yes, um, like what I said about the muscles and the height. Like I get that more than the thinning hair thing. Interestingly, these focus these standards focus on male attractiveness um, and that's why men experience negative body images um, so yeah and they said that men have also like modified their features with cosmetic surgery in greater numbers than they have in the past I get that surgery has been a great way to have a more positive body image but again reaching those standards doesn't mean you um, will be satisfied and happy in your own skin before i go on with everything i want to say like my research my opinion and experience i want to say that most of my research and information are from um, good therapy it's a website that gives you researches and studies about topics regarding mental health and they also help you find um, a therapist around you i will link them down below uh, this is not sponsored but they also reference everything they use to create that study so now i will be talking about body image and age they said that children can start developing developing poor body image as young as six years old um, this is very shocking when I read that I was like how does a six-year-old will like how does he even or she doesn't even know what a body image is they said that girls and boys tend to have similar body images until the age of 12 after which girls self-evaluation like their self-evaluation drops in general, body satisfaction is lowest between the ages of 12 and 15 when puberty causes both physical and emotional changes. Um, being a teenager or like a tween is very hard, especially if you are in school and bullies. Um, and pimples start to like get all over your body, body hair grows. Um, and it's very hard being a teenager, especially in our days. Like... Um, so yeah I get it I get that between 12 and 15 year old like you will have low self-evaluation and self-esteem and your body image will be in a, in a negative place um, they also said that most studies of body image and aging focuses on women though men can experience aging related insecurities as well as individuals body image seems to stay relatively stable during the adult years however the focus of furries may shift over time i get it like um yes men and women both have the mental health issues everything is the same between them but 
we're in a society where women have higher standards and more things to follow and stuff like that so i get it why studies are about body image are focused on women especially when um aging is a big deal for women um but yeah uh, i get it but also there should be more studies on men i didn't really find more than three studies on men body image like research and studies and most of it is about like muscles and toning bodies and height and stuff like that uh so yeah they don't really talk about aging or the thinning hair thing or um their body image through the years like how it changed and grew so if you have any references that talk more about it please dm me or send them in a voice message through anchor um they said that a 2013 study compared levels of fat talk and old talk across a lifespan um, fat talk involves criticism of body shape and old talk criticize signs of aging so basically they compared i think both genders um how fat talk and old talk is in a woman's life and in a man's life fat talk decreases with age while old talk increases obviously old talk will increase because you're you're aging um and i think aging is a beautiful thing like your body maturing is a beautiful thing um however many of the eldest participants still are worried about their weight and nearly half of the youngest age group worry are worried about signs of aging um it's kind of weird where um it's the opposite like basically opposites um i would never i never saw a grandma or a grandpa worried about their weight um my grandma did do something very unhealthy and dropped 15 kilograms in like two months which is very unhealthy um but she had high um sugar rate in her blood so she had to lose some weight and cut some things out of her diet but she was very like not professional with it she didn't consult a dietitian or a nutritionist um my grandpa works in the like garden and like in our village a lot so his physique is very strong for an 80 year old man um so yeah i in my surrounding especially in an arab country weight with elderly people isn't a big deal um but for example my mom is takes so much care of herself because she doesn't like wrinkles and stuff like that she says yeah i will wrinkle at some point but i just want to push it so she uses sunscreen anti-aging creams under eye creams like she tries to like push the aging signs very away from her um and yeah she also is athletic she works out most of the like every other day no basically every day she works out and she takes rests um and stuff like that um so yeah i'm comparing the age groups and their concerns my dad is um 
not she doesn't really care about both he tries to stay as healthy as he can um like food like he eats home-cooked meals 99% of the time he drinks enough water he walks he goes down the stairs instead of using elevators and stuff like that but he doesn't really care about the aging thing so I'm trying to compare two age groups of the two genders that are mentioned in this um, study so yeah in my surrounding I have nothing that's so similar like the elders don't really care about both um, and the younger groups, like 40 to 50 year old, I compared 50 and 53. Um, like my parents are 50, 53. My grandma is 75. My grandpa is 80. So I compared like approximately 30 years of age, like difference. Uh, so yeah, there is no such thing around me. Now I'm going to talk about body image and self-esteem based on the research and my personal experience. So, good therapy says that body image and self-esteem are related but distinct concepts. Body image describes one attitude towards a single aspect of the self, mainly or basically your physical body. Self-esteem relates to one's view of the self as a whole, like as your brain, your physique, your mental health and everything. Self-esteem relates to one of the to one views um, to like body image, like body image is a part of self-esteem. Um, so yeah, never the less, that's what they wrote. I don't know if that's correct. The way people think and feel about their bodies is often strongly connected to their overall overall view of themselves. A number of studies conducted across various age groups have consistently demonstrated that higher self-esteem is linked to a more positive body image. Meanwhile, lower self-esteem is like related to a negative body image. However, research has not yet determined the direction of the relationship between these two. So yeah, um, it's very uh, straightforward and I think all of us know that. Um, they also talked about that having a positive or a negative body image can relate to a, positive, uh, a higher self-esteem or a lower self-esteem. Like it's not 100% always related. Um, so they also talked about that negative body image might distract people from other personal strengths, um, which will lead to low self-esteem. So yeah, I guess that's basically what they said. And I agree with some of it. Um, I agree that having a negative body image can lower your self-esteem because you see your body more than you, um, self-reflect um you see yourself in the mirror more than you talk with yourself and check in with yourself so um, i get why a lower body like a negative body image will give you a lower self-esteem because you're only focusing on what you see not what you're reflecting with and talking with um so yeah i agree i had low self-esteem for like <laughs> six months before I started this weight loss journey where I'm trying to give my body a chance 
to my not my physical body like my mental body a chance to grow through um a physique that's not what the standards say and that's not what i desire for my body so yes i still have fat all over my body and yes that annoys me sometimes especially when i try to wear things i love but eventually i convince myself to wear them because there's no type of clothes that's um like just if you have no fat you can wear this if you have this amount of fat you will wear that there's no such thing as that and we should talk ourselves through the process of accepting like how we look because our bodies are strong they get us out of bed every day um we they digest we breathe we think our heart beats like non-stop um and by the way the heart works as much as it rests so take the heart as an example it's gives you life and takes breaks so give yourself and your body a break from social media and the standards and just never think about okay i'm gonna do this tomorrow okay i will start this on monday when you feel like you want to start it even if you're literally 12 p.m or 12 a.m 1 p.m 5 a.m in the morning go do whatever the heck you want to do because it will make you happy because you accomplished it and that's what got me to start my like weight loss journey because I always said, okay, I start tomorrow. Okay, I start Monday. But I actually never started. Um, so yeah, that's my thing on self-esteem. But also focus on the strength you have. Like focus if you're good at drawing. Okay, I'm good at drawing. That's a strength of mine. Okay, I'm good at talking with people. I'm a good friend. I'm a good... Whatever you're good at, consider it a strength to push you through your journey of whatever the heck you want, not even just like weight loss. Um, Like I said, I will be talking about the diet culture and how intuitive eating became so damn trendy the last month. Um, I love intuitive eating and I think for me, it's the healthiest because I had a very bad relationship with food, like when I ate something that I craved for like a week, I would feel bad, I would punish myself, and I would feel like I should have never done that, but intuitive eating wisely and taking in consideration if what I'm doing is gonna help me or not, um, what am I doing is healthy or not, should be like your priority if you want to go with intuitive eating um again not a nutritionist not a dietitian i don't know what i'm talking about scientifically um, but for me intuitive eating works and i also do intermittent fasting sometimes 16 hours of fasting eight hours of eating um sometimes it's 18 hours of fasting and six hours of eating um, so yeah, that's my take on body image, self-esteem, media and body image, gender, age and the diet culture. Um, hi, I'm your host GJ on your weekly podcast Ups and Downs, where I will be sharing with you my thoughts, opinions and experiences about every topic you ever thought about, whether it's social, entertaining, or the topic of the hour, as well as some shower thoughts. I might also be joined with amazing guests that will share their experiences and topics you guys requested or their own 
field and domain. So let's get into this week's episode where we will be tackling an amazing topic with maybe an amazing guest.